Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Things Could Be Worse. I'm your host, Bailey Diedrich, and today, I'm not even going to lie, this might be kind of a shorter episode because I am in a big rush right now. I was going to say sort of a rush, but I'm definitely in a rush. It's almost 5 p.m. and I have a nail appointment at 6 p.m. and then after that, I have to go to Walmart and buy an air mattress that will somehow fit in the back of my car so that I can sleep in my car tonight at a campground what like literally what i (laughs) i'm excited but i also am just like i i love camping like i love the idea of camping i'm really just jumping right in i love the idea of camping and like camping itself is so much fun but just the sleeping situation alone i am such a particular sleeper like i can't sleep comfortably anywhere like literally anywhere but my own bed and it's like something that I hate about myself because so many people can just like go wherever and like you know knock out have a good night of rest like anywhere and I'm just not that person so when I have to sleep in like a tent or if I'm like sleeping on a ground or like an air mattress it's usually not gonna end well it's gonna end in me like literally not being able to sleep for more than 20 minutes the entire night because I just like sit there and I can't get comfy and I just end up thinking and thinking and thinking and not being able to fall asleep so my friends are going camping for my friend Ella's birthday that was yesterday so today's Friday um a lot of my friends are going right now like all of the girls are going right now um and they're gonna be there for like today and then tonight and then all day tomorrow which is Saturday and then we're sleeping there Saturday and then coming home Sunday morning so I have a lot to do today including record this podcast and I had a nail appointment book so I'm actually driving up to wherever this campsite is at like 9 p.m tonight so i'm gonna get there at like 11 and it's gonna be so fun and so great but everybody else is sleeping in tents but i just like literally physically metaphorically and spiritually cannot fucking do that so i came up with the genius idea to put an air mattress in the back of my jeep because like it's pretty spacious back there unfortunately though when i was looking up the dimensions of like the back of my car and like the dimensions of like air mattresses i stumbled across these air mattresses that are made by this brand that are specifically made for the backs of jeep wranglers and they like fit perfect because the back of a jeep wrangler has like a really weird shape especially if you have like the newer one um or like a newer one because they there's like a huge sub speaker in the back and it like like comes out of the side really far so whatever this air mattress is like perfectly shaped for jeeps and i'm so sad that i didn't find it sooner because i would love to have that but unfortunately i'm just gonna have to go buy a twin mattress and hope that i can make it work you know So yeah, there's my little life update for right now. I'm going camping this weekend and I think I'm going to try to vlog it just because I feel like I could get some sort of a fun vlog out of it. We'll see what happens with that. Um, After my nail appointment, I have to go to Walmart and buy an air mattress and buy like snacks and stuff to bring. Um, So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, If you guys haven't already, please rate and review the pod. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow the social 
socials. Um, it's things can be worse pod on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I would really appreciate if you guys would do those things for me. Now let's get into what this episode is all about. What does Bailey film? What does Bailey record when she's in a little bit of a rush and she has no other ideas of, of what to talk about on a podcast? You guessed it. You also saw the title, Girl Talk. We're bringing it back. We're doing another Girl Talk. I believe this is Girl Talk number three. And I'm kind of worried that I'm like overdoing it. But then at the same time, I get so many DMs, so many comments just telling me to keep doing more Girl Talks. It's like, what do you guys want to see? Girl Talk. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like, let me do another Girl Talk. In the beginning, I kind of said that I was going to do like a monthly Girl Talk segment or like a once every two months. And I feel like so far... I haven't been doing like too many let me know if there's like a good rate if you want me to like slow down on them or do more of them let me know because I'm definitely open to really whatever like whatever you guys want to hear I'm down for um but yeah today we're going to be doing a girl talk and it's going to be a sort of a shorter one like I said but hopefully I can give you guys some good advice answer some questions and I don't know just get open and honest with y'all also I want to apologize if things on these girl talks like the topics I talk about are like ever reoccurring it's really hard to not cover things multiple times when people are asking me like the same question or like the same type of question or like regarding the same topic like over and over and over and I want to like answer it and I always answer it in like different ways and give different you know insights and stuff but I just want to be like sorry if I talk about something that I've already talked about but I'm trying really hard to not but it's really hard to remember everything that I've already talked about um but first one is when did you get your period I'm a freshman in high school and I still haven't so I actually something really weird happened to me in like eighth grade I got my period but I got it once like literally one time um and it was like really really light like I just like I fully like thought that I started my period but then like I had my period for like a few days and then I never got it again like months and months went by and I I didn't get it again and I was like holy shit what so keep in mind I am very like small like I'm a very small person I have a very low body fat percentage like I just, I don't know, like I've always been super, super tiny and also like I was kind of a late bloomer. Like I went through puberty like when I was into high school, like where most girls were like hitting puberty in like middle school and even before that. So I was a late bloomer, but I got my period one time in eighth grade and then I didn't get it again until like, I don't know, like fall of my freshman year. So, um... I don't know I think it's normal I think anything like some people get their period as late as like 17 years old I know it can kind of feel weird and like it's almost like you're like left out of something that everybody else like knows about like if all all of your friends have their periods and like you're the one that doesn't um I know it can feel like kind of strange and like kind of I don't even know like polarizing polarized polar polar is that the right word polarizing polar polarizing I don't fucking know I don't know it can just feel like you're kind of like the odd one out and I totally get that feeling but at the end of the day periods suck and you need to realize that the later you get the period the the period the later you get your period the better because that's less um dealing with cramps that's less dealing with fucking anger issues mood swings emotions going through the roof um periods suck everything to do with a period sucks um so just be grateful honestly 
quickly, even though it might kind of be hard to like see it that way. You'll get your period eventually, I'm sure, and everything will be good. But for now, just enjoy not having your period. Okay, next question is how do you know when you might have a future with your boyfriend? Do you think you have one with yours? Ooh, okay, this is a really like hard question to talk about because I feel like anything that I say can maybe be like construed like misconstrued and like twisted into like a way that I don't want it to come out Um, but basically I think you know there's so much in the world like in movies and tv shows and just like even what people say from personal experiences like you'll know when you know or like you'll know when you find the one like you'll just know it and then it's like what if that doesn't happen like what if I'm not like oh yeah, this is it. Like, what if I have some doubts or what if I have some like realistic questions that I'm asking myself? Like, what happens then? Like, is that not the one? Because like, I don't like know that he's the one, but I feel like that can be really tricky because yeah, you might stumble across somebody in your life and you're like, yep, he is the one. He is the one. And like, although I feel that with my boyfriend. It's also really hard because we're so young and it's like this was my first relationship. So I'm very realistic about it. Like, you know, the chances of us starting dating when we're 15, 14 and 15, 15 and 16. How old were we? I think we were, I think it was 15. I think 14 and 15 when we like actually got together. Um, the chances of that lasting to like a long, healthy, happy marriage for the rest of our lives is like, it's a very small percentage. I think it's like, like high school sweethearts or whatever are like less than a 2% chance of like actually working out. And you know, it happens, but it also like is not common. So I feel like because I know that and because so many people like have told me that it's not gonna work, like it's not gonna last, like that's kind of fucked up, but like I've heard people say that and like people will like make little comments, like older people, like, you know, even parents and stuff, they'll make little comments and it's just like, you know, because of that, I have like realistic, I have realistic, like I have a realistic outlook on it because it's like, yes, like right now how our relationship is and like the way that we like work together and like our dynamic, like I truly feel like it could like last forever. I hate saying it. Like I hate saying it because then it feels like I'm jinxing it. It feels like I'm being unrealistic and then I'm setting my expectations too high and it just, I feel stupid. But like, I would love to marry this kid, right? I would love to. Um, And I don't know, like when I see my future, I see him in it. You know what I mean? So there's that whole side. It's very fucking tricky. It's like you don't, I feel like when you're young, it's so hard to just like know because there's so many other factors and there's so many more people you're going to meet and there's so many more things you're going to do and experience and it's just like holy shit like what do I what do I know you know what I mean I feel like there's so many things that play into it and there isn't a for sure way to know like obviously we see the fucking divorce rate like people might think they know and then 10 years later they don't know anymore and like they're fucking their boss you know so it's like I I don't I don't even know what to say (laughs) I think the best thing to do is like kind of what I've done and just like really think about where you want to be in the next you know I don't know how old you are but like whenever you're in that relationship and you're wondering you know close your eyes and think about where you want to be in the next 5 10 15 years like what are your big life goals where do you want to live ideally what is your career what are you doing do you want pets do you want kids in 10 years like what is your vibe and then you need to like 
if you picture your future and you're not picturing them in it, then obviously no, like there's no future there. But if you can like see this person, you know, like playing in the yard with your dog or some shit that doesn't even exist yet, I feel like that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like if you can actually realistically be like, okay, like I can see myself in 10 years with this person doing like super mundane, like, I don't know, like living together, like bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's tricky, but you need to be able to actually picture yourself with them and not just this like rose tinted bullshit. Like, oh yeah, I love them so much. Like we're perfect. Like, are you really? Are you really? Because nobody's perfect. Um, so (laughs) yeah, this is a really hard question. I feel like I'm going nowhere and I'm just talking myself into circles. Um, it's, it's tricky, but I definitely do see a future with my boyfriend and I hope to God that there is, but I'm also very realistic and I know that things change and we're still growing up. Like, you know, I might be a completely different person in two years and same with him. Like we might grow in different directions and that's okay, I guess, but it's really not because like I want to, I want to last. Um, so we'll just see. That's all we can do is keep, keep working on our relationship together and we'll see and hopefully things work out. Okay, next question is how to deal with losing a friend. Um, Losing friends is such a common thing and I honestly stick by saying that losing a friend, like a good close friend or like going through a friendship breakup is worse than going through a breakup with a boy or a girl or whatever. Having close friends is so important and you can love your friends like almost as deeply as you love your fucking family. Like you can love your friends even deep deeper than you love your family in some cases. So, um... Losing friends is really difficult and I've definitely lost my fair share of friends over the years and like some some of them were like big friendship breakups where like a huge event took place, there was a huge fight and then we were just like done. Um, some friends that I've lost have just kind of fizzled out, like the friendship has just like fizzled out over, ye- over the years and although those ones hurt less because it's kind of like a slow process, you know, I still think about those friends that I had in like middle school and like the beginning of high school and it might seem like, oh, like you're in middle school friendships were they all really that deep but like yes because I was in like literally the darkest place of my entire life in middle school and the friends that I had back then and the friends that were around me during those times like they truly like helped me through that part of my life like I wouldn't have been okay without them I wouldn't have made it out of what I made it out of I don't think so um like those friends really did change my life and I'm so grateful for them and I still love them so much even though we don't see each other and we don't really talk anymore um but how to deal with losing a friend I think it's really important to know in your life when it's time to cut somebody off or when it's time to stop being friends with somebody or when it's time to stop associating with somebody oh okay my dad's opening the garage right now Um, and it's very loud. It's going to shut soon, so I should probably wait, but, oh, whatever. It's very important to know when to cut ties with somebody because it can be a very tricky thing to realize, um, but at the end of the day, like, losing friends isn't always a bad thing, and I don't know the situation. Like, I don't know if you're the one that initiated it or if they were or it just kind of happened or what. I think that making new friends is truly the only way to get past it because if you're just like, you know, dwelling on the fact that you lost this person and you're just like sitting at your house, like not doing anything, going on Snapchat, looking at what they're doing, like posting with their new friends or like posting with your old friends or whatever the case may be, it's really fucking hard. Like you need to actively, I don't care how like sad you feel or how like, I don't know, like 
I don't, it can feel really shitty. Like you just are sitting there and it feels like every, I literally don't know the situation. It's really hard not knowing the situation. I'm kind of feeling like they were the ones that initiated it, but also I could be totally wrong. I don't know. It's very important to not just like sit at home and be like, all right, I lost my friend, like my best friend and I'm never going to have that relationship again or that type of relationship and like whatever, whatever, just sit at home and do nothing. That's like literally the worst thing you can do. Like when you're going through something, when you're losing anybody, it's so important to go out there and not like feel the void of them but just like almost distract yourself with people that also bring you joy and happiness and it might not be friends that you're as close with as you were with this person or you know the greatest people ever but if it's something to just distract you until you can actually like heal from losing this person I feel like that's like the best thing that you can do just try your hardest to stay occupied and stay around people that make you feel good and actively look for new friends because you can never make too many friends I literally like that is my biggest tip like make as many friends as you can and have as many different friend groups and have as many I know it's tricky and I know it's not easy for a lot of people to make friends it's not really easy for me to make friends either but like I just mean talking to people like have a mutual have people that you can just like hit up and be like hey I know we don't really hang out but do you want to go do this like do more of that and I think it will really help um through this time but I'm sorry that you're going through this whatever the situation is I know it sucks but friends come and go and it's normal even though it sucks and um I hope I hope that everything works out how it's supposed to be. Okay, next question is how do you deal with the expectations and dreams others have for you? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Um, this is really tricky. I've been blessed with like really supportive parents that have never really like pressured me into doing anything that I didn't want to do. Um, from a really young age, I kind of like played the sport. Like my parents put me in like every single sport and then like they let me quit the ones that I didn't like I continued playing like softball and basketball and like those were the ones that I liked like throughout my childhood and then um I don't know like with sports and with other things like they've always really like kind of just let me do what I want which is like a really good thing and I'm so appreciative of that and then going with that I feel like whatever you know path I would decide to take in life like they're going to fully support me and I feel like that's the best thing that you can do as a parent um, but I, I know that that's not how everybody's parents and family is and there's a lot of people that deal with these huge pressures and expectations from their parents and their family members and you know other people in their life to 
go to a certain college or get certain grades or, you know, come out into the medical field or a certain career path. And like, it's, it's a lot of pressure and it can be really difficult, like living your life what what seems like for other people i know that this type of thing can really like drive a wedge between families and between parents and kids and i know it sucks but at the end of the day i i don't i don't really know how to give advice on this because like i said like my parents have never like been like this but i think that at the end of the day it's your life and it's your future and this career that you're choosing or this you know school that you're going to or this sport that you're playing or choosing not to play even though your parents want you to play it like i think that you really need to do what you want even if that means disappointing your parents in some type of way it isn't worth it like let me lay it out for you this is gonna be really fucking dark i'm not gonna lie let me lay it out so your parents pressure you and set these expectations for you to go to obviously this is a stretch but we're just gonna be very dramatic here your parents want you to go to harvard you need to go to harvard and if you don't get in your disappointment so say you get into harvard you work your ass off throughout high school throughout literally middle school like throughout your entire life to get into harvard you get into harvard and you come out and you're working as a fucking brain surgeon right because your parents want you to because that's what your family expected you to do and now you're working as a brain surgeon you know you're living you're living the lavish life you're making good money you have a good family whatever things are going good but then like your parents die Your parents die and you're a brain surgeon and you don't even fucking want to be a brain surgeon. And now what the fuck are you, you know, like don't do, your parents are going to die. Everybody else is going to die. We're all going to die. So do what makes you happy. That was literally such a dark analogy, but I think that's true. Like what if your parents like, like they're going to die and I love my parents, but like my life is my life. And I even used to say like, I wanted to have kids early because my parents are older and I want them to be able to like, be grandparents to my kids for as long as possible but it's like okay you know what fuck it like it's my life it's not my parents life like I don't need to give them grandkids just because they might want grandkids before they're fucking 90 years old but like it's my life if I don't want kids I'm not having kids just because you know it 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 would be more you know convenient I guess I don't know it's really difficult and I know it can drive a wedge and I know if you don't live up to expectations it can literally like ruin your relationship with them which is so fucked up and I'm so sorry if you guys are dealing with having parents like that because you know they love you and they want what's best for you and in, in their eyes that is just you know the way that it is and the way that it's just the way of life and that's how their parents probably raised them and now they're raising you the same way but I I truly wish that everybody's parents were just would just support them for whatever they want to do and you know whatever they decide to endure in life like I think I don't know we're all living our own life and we should all be the main characters in our own lives your parents shouldn't be the main character in your life even if you're fucking 15 years old you still deserve to be the main character in your own life 
you know so live your life do what makes you happy find things that bring you happiness and that fill you up inside and things that you're passionate about because if you're just living your life for your parents or you're living your life for other people or the way that other people view you you're never going to be happy sorry about that one that one was a little deep a little bit unexpected let's get into like a lighter one maybe like a lighter topic um okay okay so these are all pretty dark no i'm kidding um okay the next question actually is not lighthearted at all but it kind of goes with the last one i just answered and i don't feel like i've ever talked about this in like reference to myself before so i really want to answer it it says do you ever struggle with meeting previous expectations that you set for yourself as a female slash youtuber or like plus youtuber question mark i feel like i haven't really set a lot of expectations for myself in terms of like being a female I don't know like I don't know why being a female has anything to do with it like I have expectations that I've set for myself um like individually as a person but like I don't know as a female I guess like you could be referring to like boys or you know like life goals and stuff not really honestly I think that there's always like trouble there's always troubles when you're setting too many expectations for yourself or you're setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. Um, I'm going to share a quote with you guys in a second that I'm actually getting tattooed onto my body um, in September. Um, but when it comes to expectations as me as a YouTuber, absolutely. I have struggled so much with meeting these expectations that I've just set for myself in my head or set for myself like subconsciously. Like I don't even actively set expectations for myself. Like it's not like I sit down and be like, okay, what do I expect myself to do in the next year? It's like, what do I want to do? Or like, what would I love to do? And when those things don't necessarily happen or they don't happen as quickly as I want them to, it's really defeating because I have put so much into what I do whether it's YouTube the podcast even like TikTok Instagram whatever I do on social media I have put literally so much time thought effort and work into it I'm only 18 years old and I have been doing YouTube for eight years which is literally insane that's like almost half of my life almost half of my life I've been doing YouTube like that is so crazy to think about and I don't think people realize it like they've always known me as like doing YouTube and social media and stuff but I don't think anybody really thinks about how fucking insane that is I I what I just graduated high school and I've been working at like my lifelong career goal since I was 10 years old like what what how is that even fucking possible? Like, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. Um, whenever I think about it like that, it's crazy. But I put so much into it, like, over the years. And I do have so many expectations for myself. And I am honestly going to say that things haven't gone completely as planned. And, like, I love what I'm doing now. But I'm not fully happy with, like, the content that I'm creating and the the point in my life at which I'm at in regards to like YouTube and social media. I'm kind of really trying to focus on my personal life right now and my friends and my family and really just like soak in these last few months before like 
my friends go to college because I don't know like this truly is like the last I don't know there's just like a it's just I'm really trying to live in the present and be like very very active in like my personal life so I have kind of taken a little step back from like you know being exactly what I want online I guess in a way or like creating the content that I want to make um because I don't know my whole goal with you know, my whole expectation that I've set for myself over the last couple of years in regards to YouTube and social media is that I'm going to travel and I'm going to kind of be like a travel vlogger for like a year and, you know, visit super cool places that I've never been to before and be active on like TikTok and do like TikTok series of like me traveling and, you know, you know, what I ate in Mykonos, what I ate in fucking Spain, like, I don't know you know what I mean? Like just different. There's just so many ideas that I've had and so many things that I've planned and that I've thought about for like the last couple of years. And now that it's like finally here and I'm like not actively actually like doing those things or like I'm not setting those things up or like making plans. Um, it's definitely like I'm, I'm struggling a little just because I don't, I don't know what I thought. Like, I knew it wasn't going to just, like, fall into my lap. Like, obviously, if I'm going to Mykonos, like, I have to book a flight. I have to book a place to stay. Like, there's work you have to put into. But it just came so quickly that I don't even, like, want to leave right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's really hard. But there's so many more things that I want to do. And there's so many expectations that I've set for myself. But I think it's really important to be very realistic with your expectations and not be too hard on yourself. Um, expectations are just goals. We shouldn't, we should stop calling them expectations. We just should call them goals and we should not, you never put a time limit on an expectation. You never put a time limit on a goal. Um, obviously, if you're working towards something like big, like say, you know, your goal is to, in my case, post a YouTube video every single week at the same time, at the same day, whatever, like that's my goal that you can put like a time on. But if it's just like a super unspecific goal, you can't put a time on it unless you're doing all the other like specifics you know what i mean um so i don't know don't be too hard on yourself oh, oh. okay so the little quote that i wanted to share with you guys is actually the buddhist um second noble truth i am not um buddhist i don't honestly really follow any religion really closely but if I had to like put my name on something like my family is Christian I guess but we're really not religious people whatsoever um so I little backstory when I was in eighth grade I took a class it was called global studies and you basically learned about different cultures and different religions and different parts of the world and how people do things differently you know global studies we're studying the globe and different things that happen around the globe and we did like a deep dive into the different religions and we really learned a lot about each one and the religion that um, kind of resonated with me the most at the end of this unit was buddhism it i don't know like i really felt something when i like learned about the way that they live their life and the way that they view life um i'm not gonna like get into all of that but um yeah so we learned all about the different noble truths and the second noble truth really really resonated with me and this was back in eighth grade you guys and i have not like 
not like I've not forgot about it I keep thinking about it ever since I learned about this it's something that I think about every single day and it's because I truly believe this and I think that it's like very validating and I think it's like a really good way to look at life um, but basically the second noble truth deals with you know why Buddha believes that um humanity deals with suffering why we feel emotional pain and it's all to do with the fact that you know suffering is the result of craving and desire and ignorance and expectation um so i'm getting a tattoo in september actually september 1st and it's going to say i haven't decided if i want to do um desire or expectation yet it kind of is like what looks better um i like expectation um but we'll see i don't know so it's gonna say the root of all suffering is desire or the root of all suffering is expectation so basically what this tattoo represents for me is that you are going to set yourself up for a life of suffering and emotional pain if you never stop craving bigger, better, newer things. If you are always, you know, desiring more and you're never happy with what you have, you're always going to be suffering. You're never going to be happy if you're always trying to get more and do more and I think uh, my dad kind of doesn't like this idea because he's like you should always be striving for bigger better like you should always be working for more like you should never be content but also at the same time I truly don't think that's the way you live a happy life I think it's you know it can be great and I, I truly like the person that I am like I am always going to be at the end of the day like striving to do better it's it's more just like you know, J. Cole's song, Love Yours, you know, there's always going to be somebody with a bigger house, there's always going to be somebody with a hotter husband, there's always going to be somebody with more money and a, and a nicer boat or whatever the fuck, there's always going to be somebody that's better than you in whatever, whenever, whatever you're doing in your life, there's always somebody that's better than you and you're never going to be happy until you love yours, like your life. You're never going to be happy until you're content and you love yours. So that's the way that I view it. I, I don't look at it as like a, or not like a degrading, but like a uninspiring thing. Like my dad kind of was like, whoa, doesn't that like mean that you're just like complacent? But no, it's not. It's just the idea that like I'm never going to be happy if I'm never happy with what I have. So that's what that tattoo means. And I think that's a really good way to look at setting expectations and stuff. Obviously, it's amazing. And it's so encouraged. Like I encourage you to do your best in whatever you're going to do and like to find your passion and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you need to find happiness before anything else. So yeah. That was so, so long-winded. Um, I low-key need to leave soon, you guys. Um, let's do a few more. Next one is how to grow your relationship with your parents and gain their trust. Please, please, please. So I've always had like a good relationship with my parents. I honestly feel um, like I don't have a very close like emotional relationship with my parents like I don't like talk to my parents really like about like everything that's going on in my life and stuff um which I wish I kind of did more but I've always had a good relationship with my parents and I feel like there's always been like mutual understanding and like mutual trust there and like mutual respect I guess um 
and I think I just have really great parents. Like I am so blessed to have the parents that I have and they've made it so easy for me to like do the things that I want to do. Um, but still know that I have like them there to like support me. So I don't know. I'm so blessed to have the parents that I have. Um, my voice is like getting raspy from talking so much. But basically, I think the way, a way that you can get closer with your parents and gain more trust is to have open and honest conversations about things with them. I don't think that you're ever going to get to a place where you have a close relationship with them or like a, a good trusting relationship if you aren't honest with them about pretty much everything. Like if they ask you questions, be honest, don't lie to them and, you know, try to like open up on more of like a friend level it's probably easier with like your mom than your dad or like I don't know vice versa I don't know like at least for me like I talk to my mom probably more about like deep shit than I talk to my dad about I don't know um but like just having conversations about like what's going on in your life like fill them in and like fill them in on like your friends and you know people that you're you know talking to I don't know like I think that it's really important to be super transparent and be honest with them and tell them when there's a party that you want to go to instead of just lying and saying that you're going to a friend's house and there isn't a party like be open and honest because I think that's how you ultimately gain trust. They're never going to trust you if you aren't able to talk about these things, like, openly, I guess. And, like, my whole thing is, like, with my parents, like, whenever I was, you know, going to a party or whatever, like, they, you know, would let me go. And as we've learned from the last episode, some parties didn't go as planned and sometimes bad things happened. But, like, my parents let me make my own mistakes and they the way that I don't know they raised me into being like a very smart person and and they knew that I'm not saying that you're not a smart person but I'm just saying like I I don't know like I I just have always known how to like handle myself in terms of like everything like I've been very independent and I've been not like on my own like physically but I feel like for mentally I've been on my own for a very long time and that isn't meant to be like sad but it's just like how I live my life so I think that my parents kind of just let me like make my own mistakes and through that and like through talking to them about these mistakes that I've made and you know talking about the things that I've learned and talking about the the cool things that I've done and like the mistakes that I didn't make um I think we've gotten a lot closer and there's been a lot more trust but yeah I feel like just being honest is really the only way that you're gonna gain trust and this goes for not even just with your parents but we're for with friends and and relationships and stuff the more that you talk openly um the closer that your relationship's gonna get somebody asked if i shave my arms i have before i have really thin like light blonde hair so there really isn't a reason for me to shave my arms but i have shaved them and i'll say that they like didn't grow back more thick or more dark or whatever some people like to say will happen um i think that it can appear like thicker or darker because you have like a stubble when it grows back um i don't recommend shaving your arms i would say like if you have like really thick arm hair and you don't like it to trim it um to get like one of those little like there's like little facial like trimmer things and you can like trim your arm hair or um using like nair or like waxing I feel like would be the better option than shaving just because like you don't want your arms to be stubbly I know a lot of people do shave their arms um and there's nothing wrong with it like I said but I feel like 
not for me like I don't really need to but like the better option in my eyes would be to use like a nair cream or waxing or something just because wax or shaving seems like a lot of work and it doesn't seem worth it for how fast like shaving grows back um yeah (laughs) opinions of best friends turn to lovers this low-key happened to me and I definitely think actually we weren't even like best friends Like, honestly, I've said that, like, me and my boyfriend, Leo, we were, like, best friends before we started dating, but we weren't even best friends. Like, we were really good friends. I don't think we were best friends. Like, I've had best friends, um, like, best friends are people you share everything with and you talk to about everything, um, and I just wasn't like that before we started dating. I mean, obviously, now he's my best friend, um, but... I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it can be very damaging and I think it's the worst thing that you could ever do or the best thing. Errors one or the other. It's either the best thing you ever do when you guys work out and you guys have an amazing relationship and it's perfect. It's exactly how it's supposed to be or you try it out. It doesn't work out and then you lose a best friend through the breakup because you're no longer able to have that relationship that you had before because dating ruined it. So I think if you and your best friend are in this position and you guys feel like you're starting to catch feelings or you have feelings or whatever the case may be, you need to be incredibly, incredibly, um, what's it? No, no, careful, careful. I guess I could just say careful. Incredibly careful, incredibly like realistic and like very like take things incredibly slow. I think it's really important to just take things very, very slow and not just jump into a relationship because, you know, it seems like the good, smart thing to do um, because you guys like both like each other, whatever. I think I think take things very slow. I think be very realistic and have very clear conversations and like get like you know if this if we get together and this doesn't work out like are we going to be able to get through it and become friends again afterwards or no like you know really lay out the pros and cons and have conversations with them because if you just like jump into a relationship have no conversation and it ends badly you're probably going to lose that person forever so you need to figure out if that's something that you're willing to do if things don't end up working out okay the last thing i'm going to answer i feel like this wasn't a very girly episode like i feel like it was girly and i know most of my listeners are girls so every talk is kind of a girly talk um but i feel like i didn't answer a lot of like girly personal questions but just like personal like good hard-hitting questions um which i feel like is good because i feel like there's only so many questions in regarding to like periods and sex and you know hygiene products and shaving and stuff like that so I feel like this episode I actually like really like it and I really like the questions I got um but the question that I'm going to end off on today is what is something you would say to your younger self oh I there's so many things that I wish I could sit down and talk to my younger self about and you know there's the cliches like there's so many cliches and what I'm about to say like the actual thing that I would say to myself is cliche but hear me out. Um, wait, actually, I wanted to go like cliche is like, um, you know, don't care what anybody thinks about you. Like genuinely do not give a fuck about anything, anything except making yourself happy and living the life that you want to live. Um, there's things like that or like, you know, people that are mean to you like don't matter like there's so much shit that I would say like there's so many important things but I feel like the most important thing that I would say to myself which is totally a cliche 
is like genuinely take things slow. Like if there was a way to get that through my head, like even when I was younger, like even right now, it's like I want to take things slow and I want to enjoy every moment. And it feels like no matter how hard I try to take things slow and enjoy every moment, it still just like passes by too quickly and I'm growing up too quickly and everything feels like it's happening too quickly. Even when I try to like stop and, you know, live in the present and enjoy it more, I feel like it's still just flying the fuck by. But I feel like when I was younger, I was always just waiting for my next birthday when I was 14 I wanted to be 15 and a half so that I could have my temps and drive around when I was 15 and a half I wanted to be 16 so I could get my license and when I was 16 you know I didn't really want to be 17 but 17 feels so much older than 16 for some reason and then when you're 17 you need to be 18 so that you can be an adult but then when you're 18 you actually can't even do anything cool like there's nothing that you get from being 18 besides what buying a lottery ticket so then you, you want to be 21 so that you can go drink and go to the bars and have fun But, like, it's an endless fucking cycle. Your entire childhood, you just want to be older. And some girl, oh my god, I wish that I knew her name or I wish I followed her. Because it was, like, literally the most beautiful, like, spoken poetry I've ever heard. It was so good. But it was about that, that same thing. And it's, like, about growing up, like you when you're younger you just want to grow up fast and you want to get older and older and then when you're older it's like oh shit like I don't want to keep getting older now like I want to be here and then you look back and you realize you didn't enjoy your youth and you didn't enjoy um your past as much as you should have or could have and I feel like that's something that a lot of people go through and I think if you're young I know it's like it's hard and you like I get it like everybody wants to grow up like when you're like 14 you want to be you know, you want to be a senior or like you want to, you can't wait to be older, but like you are living in like the best years of your fucking life right now. Not actually like your childhood and high school fucking sucks. I'm going to be open and honest, but, but looking back on it, you are going to want your childhood to be the best that it possibly could have been. So I don't know, just enjoy it and take things slow and realize that there is no rush. You know, things happen quicker than you could ever imagine one day you're fucking 14 and the next day you're getting married like I feel like I started high school last year and I'm like done with high school I've been graduated for like six months like I don't understand how any of this is real life but things like you feel like you're waiting and waiting for so long and then one day it kind of hits you and you're like holy shit like where did all the time go like what how am I like supposed to be an adult right now and like I don't even remember the last 10 years of my life so biggest piece of advice to anybody that's currently younger or anybody in general but something that I would say to my younger self is to like actually prioritize focusing on enjoying every single moment of every single day and finding good no matter how bad your day is finding little good things that made it good or that you know sparked a little bit of joy even if it was just for a second like find those things focus on the little things it's because those really are the things like the little things are the things that matter and you need to be able to soak in all of those things and just live live your life in the present and stop trying to grow up so fast that is it for the questions today you guys i'm sorry if it was short i literally need to leave for my nail appointment right now but i love you guys so much and i appreciate you more than you know um i'm currently on threads now ig threads i am planning on making an account for the podcast but right now I don't know if by the time you're listening to this, I've made an account for the podcast. Maybe if I did, it's just called Things Could Be Worse Pod. Um, But go follow me on threads at Bailey Diedrich because I have been loving it. I literally was like, 
when I first saw what it was and like saw that it was a thing I was like this is literally the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen um like this is gonna die off in like a week and nobody's gonna like it and whatever whatever like you're just trying to be Twitter and then I got on it and I've never been a fan of Twitter I think that Twitter is the funniest place ever if you find the right people to follow and don't get me wrong I've definitely found a lot of funny people and like Twitter is a fun place for me but also like sometimes I'll be scrolling and I'll see somebody get like shot in the fucking head and it's like okay so like I didn't follow that account at all um so I kind of like stopped going on Twitter because I just kept seeing a lot of things that I didn't want to see and like things that like weren't funny (laughs) and I feel like Twitter is just like a lot of news and whatever like I don't know you can really like curate your Twitter to be exactly how you want it but with that being said it's still confusing like the way that Twitter is set up is not my favorite and the way that the threads app is set up is so easy and like so like straightforward and like I don't know it's just like refreshing over there and everybody's like so funny and like just like talking to each other it feels like a big group chat with like everybody that you follow on instagram it's crazy but i love you guys um and i will see you or i will hear you or i will talk to you (laughs) why do i always say that i will talk to you in the next episode next wednesday every single wednesday every wednesday for the rest of my life (laughs) jk probably not but i love you okay bye